Fallout, a news podcast for geeks by geeks, where our hosts talk news headlines, comics, tech, and have in-depth discussions on all things geek. Keep calm and venture into the wasteland. Well, hello, fellow podcast listener, and welcome to Geek Fallout Reload, a news and discussion podcast for geeks by geeks. I'm your host, my name is Chris Lockhart. And joining me is my co-host in crime, Mr. Kevin Decent. How's it going, Kevin? Ooh, it's going all right, Chris. Uh, excited to talk more uh, of our recent geek news going on here. Excellent. And last but not least is also my co-host in crime, Miss Lillian Knelson. How's it going? Or Mrs. Lillian Knelson. How's it going, Lillian? Why, thank you. Lillian <laughs> is doing fantastic. Excellent. Excellent. Um... All right, well, we're going to just jump into some geek news. Um, the big the big one that I, I have coming out of this last weekend <clears throat> is Shazam 2's $30 million domestic opening weekend was the lowest ever for the DCEU film outside of the pandemic openings of uh, Wonder Woman 1984 and The Suicide Squad, both of which saw simultaneous HBO Max releases, so... Shazam 2 has the lowest non-pandemic DCU opening ever. Um, and and what's crazy is I'm hearing a lot of negative uh, things uh, about Shazam 2. And I got to say, uh, for myself, I actually had the opportunity to go see it this last weekend. Um, and I thought it was great. Like, you know, like, admittedly, I'm a Captain Marvel slash Shazam fan. Like, when I say Captain Marvel, I mean Shazam because, you know, Captain Marvel was what he was, was originally called. Um, so I liked, the, I liked the character. I liked the first movie. Uh, so when this movie came out, I was going to go see it based on how much I enjoyed the first movie. And I, I, I really liked this movie. Um it didn't, you know, in all honesty, it didn't really do anything different. It didn't, you know, break, you know, break any uh, uh, bounds or, or do anything over the top. Like it was, you know, like they kind of played it safe with this movie, but it was that was fine with me. It was uh, the special effects looked good. It was well acted. It was funny when it needed to be. Uh, Helen Mirren, I thought, was fantastic. Lucy Liu was Lucy Liu. Um, Zachary Levi, I thought, I, I, I love him as in the role of, uh, Shazam slash Captain Marvel. I thought it was a great movie. Um, but I'm just wondering if, you know, maybe, uh, because Ant-Man, uh, three kind of, uh, was considered a, a bomb at the box office for Marvel. Like it really didn't, um, uh, bring in the numbers like they were, were expecting and i don't know like maybe with all the you know because like we had the eternals that wasn't you know to be honest was not that great it was okay shang chi was okay but not again not great like i don't know if people are just getting fatigued with all these comic book movies and i think another thing that shazam has going against it is the fact that they've announced that they're rebooting the dc universe so um people may not want to go to this movie thinking like, what's the point of it's going to be 
canceled anyway, like rebooted anyway. What's the point? Do you think? Did you see the news article about The Rock uh, not wanting Shazam in Black Adam? And so, like, I think that that kind of added to the negative hype train for anyone who hasn't seen it. Seeing negative news articles like that definitely impacts. I think. Yeah, and and I don't understand The Rock's position on that because. Like they they com- they changed the character of Black Adam for him. Like he's basically the Rock wanted a, a a movie. He wanted to be in a superhero movie, so they were, you know they gave him Black Adam. He basically plays himself, from what I understand, in that movie. He's not really Black Adam. Um, again, you know this is a DC trying to turn a villain into a hero. Um, but he's a Shazam villain. Like I I don't understand why you wouldn't want them meeting in a movie um so yeah i guess they had that working against them as well um but not to not to spoil too much um but it is highly suggested in one of the i guess would be the mid-credit scene uh of the movie that shazam is going to be part of the james gunn reboot um, mm-hmm. and the reason I say that is because his James Gunn's wife is in the mid credit scene. She plays a character on pay, on peacemaker. Uh, she's, you know, the love interest. I can't remember the name of her character, but she's like the love interest in peacemaker. She's, you know, like the secret agent that works for Amanda Waller. And she's in that scene with Shazam. Like she's basically recruiting him. So, you know, like he, I think he's going to be like, maybe he won't be in his own, movie but i would think it kind of sounds like he might be in the authority like that movie that was announced like he's going to be part of that um which i'm cool with um but anyway uh my my suggestion to anyone who's listening if you just want a good you know good old-fashioned superhero movie go see it i think it was good um you know, like I think if this were ten years ago and that and Shazam two came out, people I think it would have done a lot better ten years ago. Honestly. Um I think Shazam two is better than all of the phase four Marvel movies. Except for Spider Man No Way Home. I I think it was better than yeah, it, it's better than Thor, it's better than Black Widow. Uh, better than Doctor Strange. Although Doctor Strange did have some cool concepts and stuff. Um, like, I, I think it was good. But anyway, uh, Kevin, Lillian, do, do you have any more thoughts or about this? Not yet. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, did, did, did Dan go see it? Dan did go see it. Did Dan, you? what did you think of Shazam? Oh, wait, no, he hasn't seen it yet. He's going to go see it this weekend. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. Wait, uh, what did you go see last time? What am I thinking of? Oh, never mind. There we go. He went and saw Ant-Man. Oh, okay. Uh, Kev, go ahead. Um, I was going to say, one, I think coming out in this time of March anyways, it's all movies like that It's always going to make less than it would otherwise. Mm-hmm. You know, it's clearly being dumped in March. But also... Yes, there is a superhero fatigue for certain people. Like, my my dad was going to the Marvel ones. He called me up and talked about it after I watched him on 
uh, on Disney Plus for, you know, the shows. And for Ant-Man, he said, I'm going to wait until it's on Disney Plus. He's like, I, I know it's complicated. I know it's convoluted. Yep. It's nothing I'm really worried about. I'm going to just wait to see it until I can sit at home and actually focus on what's going on. Yeah. And I think that for Marvel especially, we're going to see that more and more. Because, I mean, like, I've been piecing this together, but most people are like, I don't know what the hell is going on or what the overall story is anymore. So I, I could see Guardians doing less in, in May. But Shazam, really, I, and I know it's going on in some places, but, like, really should have been more of a spring break release because, hey, here's a superhero movie that's still appropriate for kids. Mm-hmm. And there's, not, you know, like, yeah, it's, you know, crazy, colorful characters punching each other and all, but there's nothing, it, it's still... Shazam, it's still Captain Marvel. It's still a kid pretending to be a grown-up superhero. There's an audience for this that couldn't easily go see it in the middle of March. Yep. Yeah, like, I, I think I think their marketing and branding for it is... You know, I mean, yeah, granted, everyone loves superhero movies, but the type of people that were going to go at midnight to see Deadpool and the type of people that would have liked, you know, day off of school, let's go see Shazam are two different audiences here. Yeah. Um, that, I think they dialed back the marketing too. Um, cause you, you didn't really see a lot of advertising leading up to this. Not like the first. Well, they had, no, but they had a ton on, WB owned channels. Oh, okay. Like just marketing oh, yeah. within their own thing. Because yeah. one of them was uh, All Elite Wrestling, which is on TBS and TNT in the States, which is part of the overall Turner Time Warner HBO package. So they had a whole gimmick of we're going to level up one of our titles, much like Shazam is leveling up in theaters this Friday. Ah. So they, they, they renamed one of their titles because it leveled up, like Shazam. Yeah. It's the Thomas thing. They they had the logo on the screen, like, for the entire show and everything, and on the actual ring canvas and all. Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't escape it, but it happened because I was watching something on a channel owned by the same company that made Shazam. That's the only reason I saw all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And and again, not to spoil anything, my only criticism of the movie is it has, um, and I've mentioned this before on the podcast, where uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, um, they cured death with Khan's blood, and I and it, I was like, why did you do that? Like, you know, like I really thought that when they killed off Captain Kirk in that movie, like they were doing something like big like i was like whoa this is bold of them to do this killing off captain kirk but you know i can get behind this because you know like this is you know groundbreaking and then five minutes later he's back to life um because of khan's blood and then they never talk about it ever again uh something very similar happens in this movie but this movie i can forgive it because it's a family movie Whereas Star Trek and the Darkness was very dark. Like, it was not meant as a family movie. But speaking of family movies, like, everyone, you know, like, this is a family movie, using air quotes. But 
nowadays families can't afford to go to the movies. It's so expensive. Uh, um, like, uh, like, I, like I know, like my my sister, you know, because you know, there's her and her husband, and they have three kids. For them to go to a movie, it's you know, between the tickets and then popcorn and and drinks and all that, you know, you're spending anywhere from seventy to a hundred bucks. Like it, it's 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 a chunk of change, you know. So yeah, I think you know with with ticket prices going up because of course you know following the pandemic you know some some theaters have raised their prices they've definitely raised the prices on confectionery i've i've noticed that um so i think people are just saying to themselves like hey you know i i subscribe to hbo max like i'm just going to wait i'm going to wait it out which doesn't bode well for for the movie industry no, but uh, I mean, you're absolutely right with the cost. Like if my my kid didn't say, hey, I want to see Shazam this weekend. So I didn't bring it up. Yeah. You know, and same with many other movies. I'm just like, you're not going to say you want to go see it. I'm not going to bring it up, but I'm going to save that money. Yeah. Marvel's a little different. Marvel's special. So I will say, uh, OK, hey, the Marvel movie's out. Do you want to do it this week? Do you want to do it next week? You know. Yep. What, what are your thoughts? And we'll plan it out. But through planning it out, I'm also like, okay, let's go to a matinee so it's a little cheaper. Let's do this and that. Yep. Yep. And speaking of Marvel, um, yeah, like I said, Ant-Man and, and the Wasp, Quantumania, was kind of a dud. Um, and I know, uh, what's his name, Bob, is it Bob Iker? Is he the guy that's in charge again for Disney? Um yeah, because it was... Oh, maybe? Did he take over for... Because yeah, it was Chapek, right? Maybe. That got fired, and then yeah, they brought Iger back? Yeah. Um. So anyway, like, yeah, basically he's, like, going to be doing some retooling. And he's basically said, like, why do why does do we need to do an Ant-Man 3? Does Ant-Man really need a third movie? And I kind of agree with him. You know, maybe instead of doing an Ant-Man 3, why didn't they just do another Avengers movie? You know, like, you built up these characters in Disney+, Plus. why not throw them into a... Like, what? Because the next Avengers movie's not till I think, 2025? Like, why not do something... I mean, you don't have to do something end-game level. You know, just do, you know, the Avengers... You know, maybe this is the first time they meet Kang. You know, like, and you could have Ant-Man in there with, you know... You know, maybe Moon Knight and She-Hulk and... And Shang Chi and and all you know, like all these other established characters. Um. So, I I think part of that's one of the reasons why you know people are getting a little fatigued, uh, with you know these characters that nobody cares about. Like even the Eternals. Like as you know, I didn't mind that movie; it was okay. But most people don't know who the Eternals are, even, like, hardened comic book fans. Like, I'll be honest with you, I haven't really read any Eternals. Like, Neil Gaiman did a series in the 2000s, and I bought the, you know, back on Comixology, I bought the the trade for it, and I couldn't I couldn't get through it. I was like, I'm, this is so boring. Like, I, I don't even want to read this. Um, so, yeah, instead of focusing on these, you know, low-tier characters they need to get back to you know making these movies events you know like 
make another Avengers movie. Like, stop treading water with these, you know, these characters that nobody, you know, nobody really knows. Like, Shang-Chi, like, to be honest with you, that should have been a Disney Plus series. Not a movie. You know, and I and I think it would have I think it would have been better as a series. Like if it had been like an eight, you know, eight seven part series, instead of a two hour two and a half hour movie, it w- it would have been better. Would have fleshed out those characters more. We would have been more invested, and then just throw them into a movie. You know, so give a little bit of backstory on them in the movie. You know, a couple throwaway lines. So people that don't watch Disney Plus, don't watch the movies, don't have to, you know, invest that time. Like, they can just go into this movie. Oh, this is a new character. Oh, this is what he can do. Cool. You know, like, that's what movies do. You know, you don't have to explain everything. But anyway, that's that's my little rant. But but the, the news I was going to get to is uh, Victoria Alonso was let go from Marvel Studios and Disney. Um, Apparently she's uh, uh, one of the reasons why people feel that Marvel went a little too woke in the movies. Um, For example, uh, she reportedly wanted to rebrand the X-Men because Disney has acquired Fox and now they have access to the X-Men movies she wanted to rebrand the x-men as the mutants because there are women x-men and she left the uh she felt the title was outdated um oh oh my goodness no 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 we're not gonna no but as a uh, woman no and and what i and the funny thing is when i hear a statement like that it just it to me it just tells me this is a lady that's never read comic books. She's never read the X-Men. She has no idea. Um, Jean Grey, the first issue of the X-Men is about how she joins the school. And all, you know, and, and the, you know, Cyclops, Beast, and Angel and Iceman are all like falling over themselves for this, you know, beautiful girl that's part of their uh, group now. Um, but the reason why they're called X-Men originally uh, is be, it, it has nothing to do with men versus women. They weren't called X-Men for men. Um, they were called X-Men because they were extra human. So the X means extra. Man means human. Uh, they were extra human. Um... It was not a man versus woman thing. Um, so, and I, and I think it's just a mistake because you're, you know, like rebranding the, like those movies, like people, like people who are not comic book fans know of the X-Men movies. And if they see there's a new X-Men movie and, you know, it's a relaunch and, you know, all this other stuff, people are going to check it out. People are not going to go to a movie called The Mutants. If anything, they're going to think of The New Mutants, which was a flop. Of a movie, but but the double irony here is that when um, Stan Lee originally pitched this comic book to Martin Goodman, he was going to call it the Mutants, like that was the original title of the X Men, and Martin Goodman said, "What are mutants?" I I you know because he he had no idea. He's like, I don't get it. 
call it something else that you know something that something that'll you know something that's snappy something that'll uh people will remember so that's when uh stanley came up with the idea well they're extra human we'll call them x-men and the rest is history it became you know at, over time it became a global phenomenon um but also now it's coming out that uh this victoria alonso apparently she created a toxic work environment um at uh, marvel studios and apparently because she was like um the head of the special effects part like the head of overseeing the special effects for marvel movies for for a long time apparently she's also getting blamed for some of the less than stellar special effects that have been popping up in recent marvel productions um notably uh, the floating head in Thor, uh, Love and Thunder, like, um, what's his name, Sun, um, Astrid or whatever, like that whole, you know, when he's talking to Thor and it looked really bad, uh, apparently she signed off on it, um, same with, uh, Modoc in, in Quantumania, um, you know, when you see, like, uh, what's his name, stretched face as Modoc, I guess, what I've seen, I haven't watched the movie. It's really bad. Uh, apparently, she signed off on on these things, so she's getting blamed. Um, and yeah, so she was uh, let go. Uh, but yeah, I, if like I'm like I'm all for inclusive. Is that the right word? Inclusivity when you include everybody. Yeah, I'm all for that. Like. Don't get me wrong, um, but I people genuinely don't like when you rebrand popular characters with new people. Um, like I, I like Sam Wilson as the Falcon. I, I kind, you know, like in the comic books, it was a mistake when they made him Captain America. Like it just it, he did like that did not sell. It was not a popular thing, so they brought back Steve Rogers. Now they have two Captain Americas. They got Steve Rogers. And they got uh, Sam in the comic books, but they're bringing him as Captain America in the movies. So will people like that? I don't know. Um, uh, same with uh, you know Ironheart. Like, like I'm sorry, like you know, like she, you know, I'm all for you know like a new character, but you can't have them have her replace uh, Tony. But I guess Ironheart is technically a different character but similar i don't know it just it, it doesn't really work well in the comic books because they always go back to the original characters so why would it why would they think it would work in the movies but she was one of the she was i guess the executive that was pushing for all these changes to to establish characters so i don't know if they'll maybe dial back on that a little bit um because there's there's the saying go woke or go broke, um, but they but companies are going broke by going woke because they're alienating their audience and and, and I, it's it's what happens when you mix politics into your entertainment. Like I just don't understand why people would do that. Um, you know, back in the day, Star Trek used to use allegory to to comment on current events, but they, they didn't hit you over the head with it. Um. But to, you know, blatantly say, you know, 
this, that, and the other thing, you know, inserting politics into your entertainment, it's a mistake. You know, people, people go to the movies to get away from the real world, not uh, have it thrown in their face. Anyway, that's my little soapbox rant, <laughs> but... Um, all right. Uh, and we mentioned uh, a couple months back that Amazon uh, is laying off a bunch of people. Apparently, the next 9,000 Amazon layoffs are going to affect the streaming platform Twitch um, as part of the overall massive Amazon layoff plan. So 9,000 people are getting laid off. 9,000 more people are getting laid off, and most of it will be from Twitch. I don't use Twitch, but, you know, uh, during the pandemic, uh, it you know, when people were stuck at home, it uh, became, you know, very big, you know. But now people aren't using it as much, so I guess Amazon feels like they're going to be doing some cuts, you know, like they did cuts at Comixology, uh, now they're, now Twitch is getting hit. So, yeah, that's happening. Um, Which makes me wonder, because a lot of people I know are Twitch streamers, and they make money on Twitch, so if they're cutting staff, are they going to cut their Twitch streaming budget as well? Yeah. I, yeah. Possibly. Well, a lot of them are rearranging the money that people can get from things. Um, it's not Twitch, but uh, Amazon. You could do an affiliate with your website, your podcast, yep. your whatever. Yep. So on your site, you'd have a little, yeah, a little banner, and you click on it. And if someone buys something on Amazon after clicking on your banner, you get a couple of cents. So it could add up. Well. They changed that because people had it up. It's just like click on Amazon through here. Then Amazon changed it to it has to be a specific item that you're forwarding to. And if it's not that thing, we're going to cut your deal. Mm. So a bunch of people, you know, signed in realizing they don't have the Amazon thing anymore. All right, we'll direct to an actual thing. And then they still shut it down. And Amazon's just going to keep that money instead. Yeah. So, I mean, like... It's not like it was that much per item. Oh, and then uh, a co-worker had to go to the local UPS to drop off an Amazon return. Uh, they would not let him print out a return slip on his own and just give it to the post, you know, the mailman as he mm -hmm. comes through. Yeah. He had to go to a UPS center and have them do it all, you know, on site. I'm like, I remember returning stuff on Amazon and they told me, here's your money back and just keep it because it's going to cost us more to reshelve it than it's worth. Yeah. So, and now we're in this like nickel and dime for all of it, even the streaming ones. Like, uh, I don't know if it's in your, um, the uh, HBO Max was supposed to have a new Batman cartoon, two seasons. Uh, they decided that they didn't want to invest the money in it. So Amazon's going to pay HBO Max, Amazon's going to air on Prime and pay for it and then send that money to HBO Max, who will then get it, you know, years from now, whenever that deal's done. Yeah. This makes no sense. And I'll guarantee you for all the streaming services, we're going to see 
you know, more and more commercials built into just so they can make the money. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and Disney, uh, yeah. Cause I mean, like Disney canceled Willow because mm-hmm. they said it wasn't, it wasn't in the top 10 streaming shows for the week. Yep. So that's why they canceled yep. it. <laughs> Yeah, I I heard it wasn't very good either. I, I I never watched it myself, but I just I, I didn't bother. But just you see all these shows that people are spending so much money on them, they don't even give them time to breathe and find themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a because Goldberg's is over now. Well, about to be over. Whatever season they're on is their last. Mm-hmm. And the creator there has been saying this will be the last sitcom to last this long. There will never be another sitcom to last 10 seasons or more. Yeah. Because they'll be canceled beforehand. Yeah. And he's probably right. Yeah. It's a strange. I don't know. It's just, it's, I don't know. We're, we're in a strange time for, for TV shows and, um, and I, I don't know what the answer is. So, but anyway. Um, oh, speaking of TV shows, we did report, I want to say this was like a couple months ago, that Justin Roiland, uh, the co-creator of Rick and Morty, um, he was uh, let go from Rick and Morty and a bunch of other projects he, he got because there was uh, domestic abuse allegations against him and he was going to court. Uh, apparently, he went to court, and he's cleared of all charges. Jeez. So, uh, according to Justin Roiland, in a statement he gave, he just said this was uh, uh, an ex that had a, had a, a gripe with him, and, uh, you know, it was nothing more than that. Um, but, I mean, there was other things that came out besides this. You know, um, him messaging underage girls and, um, you know, being um, less than professional at work. Um, But, you know, what happens now? Like, I mean, he wasn't, you know, he was cleared of all charges. So do they, does Rick and Morty hire him back or would he go back after, you know, being let go? Uh, And, you know, is he a victim of can- cancel culture? Like, I, I, you know, like, can you believe it? You know, like, I don't know. It, it, you would think, you know, there's all these people saying all these things, you know, like, there's got to be some truth to it, but I don't know. Like, there's, uh, yeah. to, to go back to your mention of Law and Order earlier, mm-hmm. um, for America, I feel like there is a difference between innocent versus they didn't prove you're guilty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they're unable to prove you're guilty. Yeah. Because it is like, okay, you, you know, you're not, a jury's not saying, do you think this person is innocent? The jury's saying, do you think they proved this person is guilty? And there yeah. is a difference between the two things. And that, that is true. Um, but, you know, there's so many things that, 
you just never know what to believe anymore. Um, like, for example, uh, you know, a lot of times, like for Michael Jackson, for example, like, you know, a lot of his accusers, you know, it was settled out of court for, you know, and he basically paid them, right? So is that what was happening here? Was someone trying to get money out of this guy or, you know, like, I, like, I don't know, like, I, it, it's, uh, I'm, I'm a firm believer in, uh, innocent until proven guilty. Um, in terms of like Rick and Morty and stuff like that, uh, I really think they jumped the gun in firing him, um, because, you know, until it's proven or, you know, if, if there was like enough complaints against them, like, you know, like they should say that, you know, like we've, you know, we've had HR complaints, you know, we're parting, you know, like something. Um, but I don't know. Like I just, it's a slippery slope when, when it comes to cancel culture. Um, you know, I, I think some people, you know, and it does happen that they're, they are innocent. You know, they, you know, maybe they made some mistakes. Uh, I'm not saying that this is the case for him, but maybe he just, you know, made some poor judgment and maybe he's not the monster that he was made out to be, but maybe he is, maybe, you know, they just couldn't prove it. Like you said, Kev, but anyway, um, so last but not least, um, have you guys, uh, watched, oh crap, I totally forgot to do the In Memoriam segment. We'll do that next. Um, have you, have you guys watched the re most recent episode of The Mandalorian? No, not yet. Okay. No. Okay, I won't spoil it for you. Um, but I will say there is a surprise guest star in this episode. And I got to say, like, I honestly, I didn't even realize, um, the guest star was who he was until I was watching the credits. And I was like, oh, no way. I, t you know, I totally didn't realize this, but it's such a nice, uh, inclusion that they, that, that, uh, this actor was included in this episode in the way he was included. And it, it actually ties into an, a character he plays. I want to say it's like a ride at Disneyland. Like he's, I, I don't want to give too much away, but it, it, it's, it's nice. It's, I want to say it was a nice thing. We've it, it concerns an actor that we've talked about on the show before, but I don't want to spoil it for you guys. So all I can say is watch the episode. I think it was great. Um, but speaking of the Mandalorian, you know, apparently the ratings are down this, this season. Um, and you know, I, I notice a lot of YouTubers are jumping on this, you know, um, that, uh, you know, Mandalorian, you know, you know, it's uh, not doing well. And, but I, I don't understand why, like, like for, like, I like kind of like Shazam, uh, too. I think the season of the Mandalorian has been pretty good so far. Um, it's my, one of my favorite TV shows. I, you know, it's, I watch it, um, every week. 
I think the quality is great. I think, you know, some of the things that they've done this season have been great. Uh, I just worry that maybe some of the other Star Wars properties have kind of diminished it. Like, one of the, one thing I will say about this season, and I, I think it suffers uh, because of it, is the fact that in the book of Boba Fett that came out last year, they did two episodes that were basically like the Mandalorian season 2.5, um, where uh, you see the Mandalorian um, hook up with, you know, meet up with Boba Fett, and then he goes and gets Grogu from Luke Skywalker, and and now, um, or no, he doesn't take Grogu, but he goes to visit Grogu, and then Grogu has to decide if he wants to be a Jedi or if he wants to be a Mandalorian, and then he shows up. Uh, on the season or yeah season finale of the book of Boba Fett and now they're back together so if you just if you never watch the book of Boba Fett so you you just watch the Mandalorian uh so end season two ends with Grogu going away with Luke Skywalker and then season three begins with Grogu back with the Mandalorian and you're and I think people were like what happened why well you got to go watch the book of Boba Fett and they're like, well, I watched the first two episodes and it sucked. I don't want to watch it. But you got to watch episode four and five because, you know, those are the Mandalorian episodes. Why are they doing episodes? So I think that's part of it, why there's this downturn when watching the Mandalorian. Plus, Obi-Wan Kenobi should have been an amazing show, but it wasn't. It had a lot of problems, which we've talked about on this podcast. Um <laughs> So I don't think that did them any favors. And Andor, I really liked Andor, but it did get long in the tooth sometimes. There were episodes when you're like, ugh, when you're looking at your watch, it's like, is this over yet? Um, and I don't think that helped. I think a lot of people dropped off Andor, which I think is a mistake, pers my personal opinion. I think if you stuck with Andor, you would, you'll be happy by the end of the season. But there's a lot of... A lot of lawn in the tooth episodes of Andor. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, so I think, I don't know if people are just getting fatigued with Star Wars. And then, of course, the sequel trilogy, people aren't happy with it. Um, and then uh, The Mandalorian. Um, not this episode, but last week's episode, kind of. They're laying the groundwork for the First Order. Uh, which people are like, but we hate the sequel trilogy why are you laying the groundwork for the, the first order? We don't, we don't care. So I don't know. People are dropping off, but I, I would, uh, I would, I would suggest sticking with it. But anyway, uh, real quick. Um, I'll, as I mentioned, uh, we had the in memoriam segment that we normally do at the top of the episode. I completely forgot. Uh, and this is a big one, so I, I, I wanna, I definitely don't want to forget about this uh, this person, and that is Lance Reddick. Uh, he's an an actor uh, who uh, was a main cast member on Fringe. He was main cast cast member on The Wire. Uh, he was in the TV series Bosch on Amazon, and he also did several episodes of Lost, and and he was in other um, properties as well. Uh, but he just passed suddenly of natural causes on March 17th and he was only 60. Um, 
And that just blew my mind because, you know, like, you know, I'm a big fan of Bosch. Um, and, he, you know, like, I don't know if he was on the new season of Bosch or the new Bosch series. Uh, but I know he was on the last season of Bosch and, um, you know, he looked, you know, good and, you know, he's in shape guy and, 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 uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure what happened exactly, but just that he died of natural causes and he was only 60. Um, but I really like the, I really like him as an actor. Um, you know, uh, like I said, like fringe is one of my favorite TV shows. He was great in that. So yeah, it uh, was, uh, very sad to see his passing. So well, he was doing the press too, which is the, the press for, uh, John Wick four, I think. Yes. Yep. When he, when he had it. So, I mean, what a weird thing that you got the rest of your castmates are still out there, you know, doing this press tour and, and having to deal with your loss as well. Yep. Yeah, it was very sad. You know, he was a great actor. He was, and ironically, like, um, someone I know had been live streaming on Twitch. Uh, they'd been playing the game Horizon Zero Dawn, the second one. And Lance is in it, and his voice is forever in my head, is the main, the character that he plays. Mm -hmm. And we had just finished the game the night before the news broke. And so I was like, no! And then, of course, Dan plays Destiny, and he's one of the main voices in Destiny. Yeah. So, just like, oh, oh dear, his voice just forever is going to live in my head as certain characters. Um, and yeah, like, like you said, Lillian, ironically, like I, I, I was watching a YouTube documentary, well, a YouTube retrospective on Fringe. Um, and like I said, he was on that show from, for all five seasons and, and, you know, they talked about him and his character and all that stuff. And then I was like, yeah, a day or two later, I find out he passed away. I was just like, oh, man, like that's. You know, and to be honest, I thought I actually thought he was older than sixty. I was actually shocked that he was only sixty years old because, like, I mean, the guy doesn't age; like, he looks the same as he did twenty years ago. Um, so I just always thought he was older, um, but uh, no, he was only sixty. But but anywho, um, do you guys have any any news you want to throw out there before we move on? Well, I mean, they did drop the new Power Rangers uh, movie trailer. I have not. Seen. Is it the? Is it? Have either of you seen it? Is it based on the, the original cast? No, I, I haven't seen that. Oh yeah, no. Uh, Rita Repulsa uh, ends up being like, "I'm going to go back in time to stop you, Rangers, before you turn into Rangers." But it's got the original cast, and um, it's going to be really rough to watch without the Green Ranger, of course. But yeah. it looks so fun. It's a uh, Netflix original. Huh. Well, to be to be honest with you, I was never a Power Rangers guy. That was kind of, like I was kind of a little too old for that when it came out when it was when it was big. Never too old for Power Rangers. Yeah, my my cousins were into it, um, but I did see the Power Rangers movie that came out. I want to say 2017, 2018, the one with Elizabeth Banks, where she was Rita yep. Repulsa. Um, that, it, that it was looks fun, like that was it'll movie. be it'll be fun. Cool. Yeah. Is is Amy Jo Johnson in it? Yes. Oh. I will find time. Yes. Oh no, it's the original cast. They're OG uh, Power Rangers. 
I do know her. I, I did have a crush on her, even though I didn't watch the show. I do. I know think her. all of us had a crush on her. Yep. I, at some point. <laughs> like technically, I was a little too old to be watching Power Rangers, but my I was babysitting my cousins a lot back then, and they uh-huh. were into it. And I remember my aunt and uncle saying, "Oh God, they want to see the stupid Power Rangers movie in theaters." I have no interest. I was like. I'll take them. Oh, oh, that's so nice of you. What a what a wonderful cousin you are. And that's so <laughs> we'll pay for your ticket to take them. I'm like, I want to see Amy George Johnson big screen. That's why I want to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was in that. It was she, honestly. Uh, sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say she she uh, did a cameo in that Elizabeth Banks one. Yep. So. A few of them did actually. I think. Yeah. So it looks like they are addressed because Trini's passed away as well, one of them. So, I mean, it looks. Yeah, it, the it yellow looks like one, it'll right? Be fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she. I want to say she passed away in the like, late 90s, I think, or something. She had an. Yeah, there was an accident, yeah. Yeah, she was in a car accident, if I remember correctly. But, yeah. It's going to be a blast. And I think the only thing on my radar, other than that, right now, is that the new Dungeons and Dragons movie is. It, they had their premiere, their preview. And it looked so fantastic. Apparently, it's fantastic. Well, that's good. It looks like loads of fun. It does. And it makes me really happy that they made the cast, like Chris Pine and all of them, sit down and play Dungeons and Dragons together as their character. And I saw an interview with Chris where he's like, pretty, he never played D&D. He was never into it. But then he quickly realized that when they were playing that it's just acting. You're literally just being your character. Yeah. Awesome. pretty excited about that excellent all right well um let's roll into our brain candy segment um so lillian i i understand you have to leave us in about 10 minutes so i'm gonna let you go first that way if you if you need to step away you can so lillian what do you have this week for for brain candy brain candy um we we've been watching uh we were waiting um for it's spring break. We swapped kids, so the girl child is away, and we've got the boy child back. But um, we've been watching Due South on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I loved that show, but I never – I watched it when I was a kid, essentially. I had no clue how ridiculous their stereotype of Canadians is. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Like, I'm sorry. Benton Fraser can smell his dog across the city. As if Canadian, there's. We just finished an episode where he could hear multiple blocks away in Chicago the sound of what the car was doing. Hmm. It's like crazy, like super hearing. And I'm going, really? Is this what they think Canadians can do? Like, there was an episode where they were actually, they were mixing horse meat in, and he literally found they were dumpster diving, and he found a maggot and was able to tell from that maggot that it was horse meat. And I'm like. Without a microscope, you just looked at it. I just yep. can't give it over. Just it's and of course we hit a, the episode with Leslie Nielsen, and I know we'd done a previous podcast where I had said that I could not do essentially like Leslie Nielsen because kids and the humor didn't sit. Mm-hmm. I take back a portion of that because watching him on Do South, oh my goodness, it's hilarious. Like the just the humor, like. The tongue-in-cheek, they, they're going to ride off into the sunset on horses. The horse rears up because they're in the middle of a city, and you hear a taxi every single time. <laughs> like, 
Um, it's so good. Yeah, I, I love Lois Lee Nielsen. Um, they did a movie together. Uh, his, his name, what, what the guy's name? Um, Paul Gross. That's his name, I think. Yep. They yep. did. They they did a curling movie together. Uh, men, oh, men with brooms. men with brooms. Yeah, and they played father and son in that movie. I think it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Um, um, Dan and I just watched it not long ago because I came home and was like, I really want to watch Men with Brooms, please. <laughs> <laughs> please. Excellent. Um, and and the Chicago cop in that show, I didn't realize this until years later. Uh, he was actually in the Shield. Uh, he was uh, he was uh, Lieutenant Billings or Detective Billings. Yep. And I was like, man, I totally didn't realize that was the same guy. Uh, it's really cool that they have it on Netflix so we can watch it again. But it's a little difficult because honestly, like we have a seventy-five inch TV, so you can imagine that it mm. doesn't translate that well. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I imagine it doesn't get the HD treatment. No, it is. It is very non-HD. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's Perfect. awesome. That that that's one show I never watched, but I, I I knew of it at the time, of course. Um. And then, uh, yeah, no, it was good. And I mean, we haven't I haven't read any books, unfortunately, recently. I've just been I started the new season of Shadow and Bone, but then I stopped an episode, and my husband looked at me and went, "You started without me," and I forgot we were watching it together. <laughs> <laughs> and then we ended up binging a bunch of housing shows on Netflix that made us a little depressed mm. because uh, one of them was called Buy This House or Buy My House. And they had a bunch of people that were going towards these. It was a group of investors, essentially. And uh, the reality that you can buy a four bedroom house in America for under three hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. is just not fair. That's five years old. Yeah, that's like, five, yeah, five years old. Yeah. It was five years old. So, I mean, there were, there were beautiful houses, stuff that here would sell for at least 900 to 1.2 million. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's but yeah, that's my brain cool. candy. Excellent. There's not much in it. Excellent. No, that's, that's great. Um, so I, I got, I already talked about Shazam 2. I talked about the Mandalorian. Uh, so I watched a couple movies. One was good. One was not good. So I'll go with the one that was not good, uh, in my opinion. And that is, uh, ironic, I mentioned Elizabeth Banks, and it's her directed uh, movie Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Man, was that bad. You didn't like it? No, I did not. Oh, it, I'm and, intrigued. And, and I thought I would, because I think the casting director, or maybe Elizabeth Banks herself is a fan, there's a lot of actors from the Americans on that movie like the the park ranger lady she was from the americans uh carrie russell's from the americans of course and her husband um i can't remember his name but he's the guy he dies at the start of the movie he's the guy that falls out of the plane um you know like it was great seeing them i was like well these are actors i like i'm gonna like this movie but i was just like this is too dumb this is you know and kids doing cocaine and you don't really like i'm surprised they got away with that like, you know, like these 12 year old kids, you know, like they make a joke of them doing cocaine. I'm like, what? Like, how is this a thing? Um, but yeah, I, 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 yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it to me. It was, it kind of reminded me of like Sharknado, like one of those type of movies. Um, 
So yeah, it just kind of blew my mind that the things that got away with with this movie. But anyway, one movie I did see, um, which um, was a, a, an Oscar favorite and uh, this year, and that was The Whale uh, with Brendan Fraser. And I got to say, like he won Best Actor, uh, he got the Best Actor Oscar this year. So well deserved. That like that movie was was good. Um, and I, I'd be lying if I, if I said I didn't tear up at the end, like I, I almost cried. It was, it, it's the kind of movie that makes you cry though. Yeah. It's like, hard to not. Yeah. It it was, it was, it was so good. Like, uh, the, you know, like, like I said, Brandon Frazier, he, he deserves that Oscar. Like, I really believe that. Like he did such an amazing job. Well, uh, well, we are in the, what people are calling the Renaissance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and apparently he just got um. There was an announcement just side squirrel. Um, they're redoing It's a Wonderful Life with Brendan Fraser. Oh, that's cool. Really? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and yeah, it, it was a good movie. Um, and, and I don't know if it hit me because I'm a dad and I have a daughter and like I understand, uh, you know, like wanting to have that connection and wanting to leave something for your child. And, um, but man, Sadie, like, and Sadie sink, I, I give her a lot of credit. Like I, I, I like her on, um, stranger things. Um, but yeah, she was, she was her character. Like she plays such a good, bad person. Um, I, uh, you know, and I felt so sorry as a father. I felt so sorry for Brendan Fraser because, like, all he can see is how great she is. But I, as not her father, do not think that. I, you know, like, uh, like it, she was so bad and so terrible to him. Um, but I can, to- I totally get it as a father. Um, and and they and they worked well together. And uh, same with the actress who played his ex-wife. Uh, even though she was only in like that one scene, man, was that a great scene? Like, it, like they did so well. Uh, you know, it hit hit the feels big time. Um, yeah, it was it was such a good movie, and it has one of those endings. Like, like I said, I I I, I was tearing up. I'm not gonna lie. I, um, it, it 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 was a sad ending, and Brandon Fraser, it was well deserved. Um. So kudos to him. Uh, Kev, what do you got this week for Brain Candy? All right. So I am continuing to slowly, kind of when there's, you know, half hour here or there, um, I, I'm determined to finish Big Bang Theory. And like I said before, sometimes I enjoy an episode and sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, this is horrible. Uh, the funny thing this week, though, um, so my kid was with me and you know, we're watching and doing what he wanted to do. And then he just wanted to take a break and play Roblox or something. Yep. I said, okay. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to just sit here while you're playing Roblox. So I was like, I'll throw in big bang theory. Cause I'm like, it's safe. Cause I'm also watching letter Kenny, but I knew that wasn't safe to watch around him. Yeah. So I thought, all right, big bang theory will be safe. And he, there was one plot line that he got giggling and laughing so hard. It was, um, uh, 
to really shorten it up, they're all going to meet up at a restaurant. But at the same time, um, they've gotten an email from the United States military that they want to talk to them about a patent mm-hmm. and they haven't responded yet. So, uh, one of the, one of the gangs ends up behind the other one while driving is like, Oh, we'll just follow them to the restaurant. But now they think they're being followed by the military in the front car. Yeah. So it's just, you know, silliness that happens. And my, my kid is laughing so hard at it. He thought it was the greatest thing. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is the first like him in the room for a quote grown up sitcom. Yeah. And I had that all the time as a kid, you yeah. know, oh, Cheers is on, Golden Girls is on, whatever. And I'm getting some of the jokes, but not all of them. And I know I'm not getting all of them, Yeah. but I'm getting enough to really have fun. And I was like, oh, you know, as as much as I'm trying to push through it and I know it's not the greatest show in the world, I will totally watch it with him, though, if, if that's, you know, suddenly a thing that happens, because. It, it's a rare episode that would have something I'm like, ah, oh, geez, that's not really appropriate for him. Yeah. You know, over, well, overall, it'd be fine for it. So I, I asked him, like, do you want to watch any more? Oh, maybe. And I don't, I'm not going to order like the way I'm watching it. So like, the episode where they're trying to get Sheldon out of the ball pit, I think would be a great one for my kid to watch. I think you'd laugh hysterically at that one. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, he was on some sort of um, drug or something, right? Yeah, yeah, I can't totally remember. Yeah, I mean that's part of the fault of the show. I can't remember things, yeah. even though I've watched so many of them. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I only watched one movie this week. It was uh, homework for uh, another podcast there, but I sat through The Marine Three. Hmm. Are you are you aware of the Marine series at all? Yes. Is this the one with Kevin Sorbo? The third one? No. No, no, no. So, um, the first one was WWE getting John Cena yep. into movies finally. Yeah. Uh, second, second one's kind of forgotten. The third, they tried like multiple different wrestlers and they settled on The Miz, who came from r- real world and road rules and became a wrestler. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's Miz. Uh, as a Marine on leave and he goes to his hometown and he sees his sisters are struggling with the family farm building, whatever hell it is. Mm. Meanwhile, this eco-terrorist has set up in town and the FBI is there and there's a whole shootout and everything. And only he is the Marine can save the day. Yeah. Uh, coincidentally, I'd watched letter Kenny earlier that evening and the, the lead, um, his name, Jared Kesso, something like that. Um, that's the lead and creator of the show. He happens to be in the Marine playing an American, playing yeah. a, a chief of police for a small town, and, and he has his eyes open too, which is very weird to see him that way. <laughs> but uh, for this podcast, I have to watch the rest of the series. So that is Marine 3, 4, 5, and 6. These are direct to Walmart DVDs, and it shows. <laughs> I didn't even realize there were so it's- many. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, this is just, you know, like put it together for, you know, a million dollars, maybe if that edit it, sell it at Walmart for, you know, 15 bucks and you've made a fortune off of it because yeah, you don't have that much invested into it. Yeah. Um, is but, it, is it walk, I, I, walking tall too? I'm thinking of with Kevin Sorbo. Because the rock that might be because the first for, rocks in the first one, yeah, yeah, and then I, I swear Kevin Sorbo like does like yeah, 
like the second one. But I thought it was the Marine, but yeah. Yeah, it might be the walk and tell one. Yeah, and yeah. then because uh, that's that's based off of a '70s movie as yeah. well, and I forget who's in the first one, but, you know, the original one there. Yeah, I can. Oh, yeah, no. Anyway. Yeah, no. Do do I watch the whale finally? Do I watch everything everywhere all at once finally? No, I watch freaking Marine yeah. Three for <laughs> DVD. Yeah. But I I, I knew I'm like. I'm exhausted. I'm laying on the couch. I don't have to pay attention to this. Yeah. It's just going to be guns and explosions. <laughs> I'll be fine. Yeah. Excellent. Um, all right. I, I, I think we can call this podcast. Uh, but before we go, let's play that little game of where we can find you on the internet. And Lillian, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Talking Squirrel without an A. That's a talking squirrel. Every now and then I post something or i say something witty or i'll find you know kevin tweeting something and i'll respond you know pretty much <laughs> excellent uh you can find me here at the pop culture pub podcast network um yeah we'll we'll be uh, doing some podcasts and kevin where can we find you sir you can find me um sending terrible things to lillian on social media at masked library masklibrary.com is the home blog and every so often I do stuff at the Retro Network. Excellent. Excellent. Um, all right. Well, on behalf of myself, Chris Lockhart, and my co-hosts this evening, Lillian Knelson and Kevin Decent, I want to thank you, dear listener, for taking the time to listen to Geek Fallout Reload. This was the news and discussion podcast for Geeks by Geeks, and we will see you again in the not-too-distant future. Machine gonna rock the town without being seen. Have you ever seen a turtle get down? Slamming and jamming to the new swing sound. Yeah, everybody let's move. Vanilla is filled with a new jack.